This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the supercars, Le Mans, and speak to Thomas Randall about his GT efforts at the bend. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, first to the supercars, where Scott McLaughlin extended his lead in their championship, whilst his teammate, Fabian Coulthard, took out the round by having the most consistent weekend, winning the first race on Saturday, and then solid performance on Sunday, wrapping up a, another round win for him this season. I said after Townsville that, uh, you know, the last race there, I think we'd found something with our car and, and improved. And I think, um, you know, obviously this weekend we showed that, you know, we got the pace, the cars to my liking. So uh, I don't think there's been a massive turnaround. I said, you know, we won the round at Darwin equal with Jamie there. Uh, we won the round here as well. So um, it's not all bad. The championship returns to the bend, but on the Western Circuit next weekend. To Le Mans now, where the 24-hour race was run last weekend, and it was Toyota Gazoo Racing, the car number eight, of Katsuki Nakajima, who took the win from Brendan with Brendan Hartley from New Zealand and Sebastian Buemi from Switzerland, all running out in front with a five-lap advantage against the first of the Rebellions, which was driven by Norman Nato, Bruno Senna and Gustus Menzies. A great race once again. The World Endurance Championship has one more round to wrap up its season in 51 days' time at the eight hours of Bahrain. Well, this week on Inside Motorsport, we're joined by Thomas Randall, who took a sweep of the GT races at the Bend last weekend. Thomas, thanks for joining us on the show. No worries, Craig. Thanks for having me. And an interesting weekend for you, swapping out the Super 2 and Supercar that you've been driving so far this year for a Bentley. That's quite a step yeah, up in the car market. Absolutely. Just probably a little bit, bit higher in the price range there and uh, certainly yeah, not complaining that I got to drive that car. So. Firstly, just got to thank um, Rusty French for the privilege of driving such an amazing car. You know, it's been been sitting in the workshop or in Rusty's uh, workshop for probably two years now. And Saturday was its third day on track here in Australia. So it was its first race meeting and it was great to actually, you know, get some yeah very decent results. I know we didn't have massive competition um, because there was, Really, there was all these all different classes in one category, but I mean to come away with uh, the three wins, pole position in the wet, and a straight car. Really, any really all I could ask for, and keep the boss happy, and uh, you know just be back racing something was really the highlight of the weekend, and that was really the main reason that we did it in the first place. Now you flew the Sky Sands flag very high. Uh, car looked magnificent. It certainly performed well, and uh, you, but you enjoyed it as well. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, I had I had a blast. I mean, not often you get chance to to drive such a nice car. I mean, 
I don't think there are many of those in the country. If I don't even know if there is another one in the country. I, I Don't hold me to that fact. Yeah, I mean, we had, I had a lot of people coming up to me over the weekend saying how much they love looking at the car and I actually had a few people ask me what, what car it was, which surprised me. And someone asked me if they thought it was a Skyline <laughs> and someone else asked me if it was a Mercedes and I said, no, 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 she's a, she's a British Bentley. And, um, yeah, it was certainly, like I said, it was definitely a privilege to drive it and no major issues. And it was, yeah, just a very busy weekend because Team BRM were running the car. Um, my dad couldn't be involved because he was in Victoria. And when Rusty took delivery of the car back in 2018, it was dad and I that were entrusted to learn about the car and run it. So I was just trying to make sure that all the I's were dotted and all the T's were crossed for each session. And, you know, it all all ran pretty smoothly, so couldn't have really gone much better. Now, it, it's a big, powerful car, um, and while not directly relatable to a supercar because of basic uh, dimensions uh, uh, other than physical size and weight, but you have things like um, uh, ABS and traction control and things like that. Um, I, I was interested to hear Paul Morris made comments. This is in the, in the race commentary. He said that he didn't look like you were relying on too many of the electronic aids to uh, go out and drive the car. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, to be honest, I actually ended up in the last race. I wasn't even running uh, traction control. I turned it off. But I kept the ABS on because with the ABS, you can just brake so much later. So kept that on, but yeah, I ended up turning traction control off. I just felt more comfortable when I got on the power that you know, it wasn't cutting the engine power and then sort of ruining the dynamics of the car. You know, I wasn't sort of bucking around as it got a little bit of wheel spin. Um, I just, yeah, in hindsight, it would have been nice to have you know, had a run prior to the weekend, but that wasn't possible because of the you know, COVID restrictions, but just to, to drive something and to drive that awesome circuit in a GT car, you know, really, it's not an opportunity that comes around much. And, you know, you got to thank the guys, you know, Paul and Nathan for really starting that category up that long ago. And, you know, they have 31 cars on the grid. I know they were, like I said, they were all different types of cars, but it just allowed a lot of people to go racing, something that we've been all, all missing. And, uh, I think it was a great success, and they'll be at Bathurst. I won't be driving in that category at Bathurst. That's probably all the Bentley will run this year, and hopefully we'll see it out on the racetrack again next year. Um, whether or not it'll race again, I'm not sure, but at least we can say that the time it did race, it went well. When you're racing a car like that, what is the fun part of it? Because I imagine it's got some idiosyncrasies that are just enjoyable to drive, being it's a, a customer program car. Mm. Well, look, I mean, the aero is certainly something that you enjoy and carrying flat through turn five or easy flat through turn five is quite nice and um, you can really feel the, the load on the, the aero load on the car through the triple right turn eight, nine, ten. And the ABS, trying to maximise that, you know, it's not, I don't often drive a car with ABS. The supercar is... Um, doesn't have ABS or traction control, so just trying to maximise different different things in a race car that I'm used to, I really enjoyed, and I didn't mind getting back on a paddle shift. The sound of the V8 twin turbo Bentley engine is certainly quite unique, and yeah, it's it's just nice to try and put a different car on the limit. You know, I mean, I, I've been very lucky in my my racing career to have driven so many different categories of cars and different open wheels, different tin tops on different tyre compounds, and I guess this was adding another car that I've raced, another different car that I've raced to the list. Well, uh, Thomas, of um, course, there was a big GT race, if you like, or LMP race last weekend as well at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Did you know many of the guys? Did you raced against many of these guys that were racing at Le Mans last weekend? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, especially now, seeing the, who's running in Le Mans 
more in 2020. There's a lot of guys that are up and coming that I've raced against because they're sort of furthered in their career. Um, you know, actually the guy that won the GTE Am, I know him, uh, Charlie Eastwood. And, uh, you know, there, there's a few I know, especially in like LNP2 as well. I don't really know anyone that's in um, LNG1, even though I know Tom, Tom Gilman a little bit. I raced against him before. He runs in the Bicoles machine in the LNP1, which I think they've just announced they're going to be running in the hybrid era as well. They announced the hybrid, oh, the, sorry, the hypercar. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a few drivers that I, I know. Um, just one one day I might get to race in it, but um, we'll see. It's certainly not not easy to get a gig there. But um, certainly Aston Martin had a great weekend. I mean, they they won the GTE Pro and the GTE M, so it doesn't really get that much better for a for a car, mate. And certainly another British car that's uh, doing well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, I don't believe there were any Bentleys in the 24 hours of Le Mans. Not so, this year, no. Not this year, no. So um, hopefully we can see them back there and it would be great one day to drive a current Bentley Continental GT3 car. Who knows, maybe at the 12 hour when everything gets back to normal. That would be, that'd be fantastic. Mm. Well, Thomas, thanks for your time joining us here on Inside Motorsport. No, that's okay. Thanks for having me. It's been, been a pleasure, guys. Thank you. That's what we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, Keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.